What is up and welcome back to The Daily Brew, the devotional where every single day we drink a new brew of coffee and we see what God is brewing for us in the Bible. Yes, it's cheesy, but it's true. And today is day 253 of 365 days of Bible reading. You join me in Auckland and it is great to have you back here with me in my kitchen. I am pumped for today. We are only two days away from being at 100 days to go. It is so close. Now, I'm looking forward to getting into today's Bible reading plan and trying today's coffee, by the way. I'm also excited for that. Let's talk about scriptures we're going to be reading, whether you're on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any of our other audio-based platforms or video-based platforms. You can see these in the descriptions right there. Psalm 106, verse 32 to 39. 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 16 to 33. And Isaiah chapter 24, verse 1 to chapter 26, verse 21. So those are our scriptures that we're going to be reading today. Make sure that you check those out. Give them a read either before or after. But make sure you do actually read the Bible in this Bible reading podcast. Uh, so that's the scriptures. Let's talk coffee because today we have Red Rabbit. Now, Red Rabbit is a roaster here, I believe here in Auckland, roasted in Auckland, I believe. Whangaparoa, apologies. Whangaparoa, is that Auckland? Uh, Whangaparoa. Is Whangaparoa Auckland? Let's Google this quickly. Some of you will be saying yes. Some of you will be like, what is that? Whangaparoa. I actually don't know where that is. It is in Auckland. It is. Yeah. Stoked. Nailed that. Whereabouts in Auckland is it? Whangaparoa. Whangaparoa. Or 38 minute drive. Oh, okay. It's the wider Auckland. It's a bit of a stretch to say that it's Auckland. It is it is outside of the Auckland region. Okay, it's up there. It's up it's up in the north. You can catch a boat there. So from Auckland. So I guess it is still technically Auckland. So now that we've settled something that nobody even cares about. Let's uh, get, talk about Red Rabbit some more. Red Rabbit is a Auckland roaster, and I went in there uh, recently for some coffee. I was hanging out, and I enjoyed it. Now, here's the thing. This is uh, comes from a small holder contribution to Asosala washing station. So it, what I love about this is it gives you so much information. Red Rabbit give you so much information. They are passionate about coffee. They give you so much in, in information about what their coffee is, where it's from. This is their Arasola or Arsosala Arsosala Ethiopia uh, Espresso Roast. Now it's from uh, Romia uh, and this is a grade one coffee if you know what that means. I don't now, it's supposed to get notes of stone fruit, citrus, and cocoa. So, excited to give this a try today. I've got it in the espresso because it is an espresso roast. I thought I'd go with the espresso first. Let's give this a try. i got to say, when the, I had a coffee at their actual store, I really enjoyed it. So, let's see if this is any good today and see how it tastes. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's a, it's a punchy coffee. Gets you right in the face. Definitely stone fruity, definitely citrusy. Um, not as much cocoa as I thought was going to be in there. It, it comes through in the aftertaste, but the initial taste is quite strong and citrusy. So if you like the taste of your coffee and if you like to feel the flavor uh, like I do, I like to be able to taste the differences in the coffees, you're going to enjoy this one. I'd say this is, for me, a solid 8.9 
probably the final few points here is just me getting used to making it. This is the first time I've made it. I literally opened the bag just before. So I'll play with this and I'll probably be able to get it tasting even better. But it is just a bit acidic -y on the start. So probably it comes down to maybe the grind, uh, how, how fine the grind is and how much time it's taking to run. Although I would say it ran pretty good on this, uh, this brew. Regardless though, 8.9 out of 10 is how I'm feeling about it. It's good. I'm looking forward to giving this a try in the filter because the barista there said that I'll get some really lovely um, fruity flavors on the Chemex. So let's give that a try when I get back from this camp that I'm going to very soon. But that is it for the brews. Let's get into the Bible, the reason that we are here. I think we can easily get caught up into the trap of thinking that what we face today is so hard compared to what our ancestors had to face, especially when it comes to temptations and the temptations that we face compared to those in Scripture. I think that's one, uh, it's, it's a pretty one-dimensional way of thinking, and it's relatively self-centered when it comes to looking at these things in our lives. I would argue that the root of the sin issues are probably the same, but the manifestations differ. Look at our psalm today. They rebelled against the Spirit of God in verse 33. They mingled with the nations and adopted their customs. They worshipped their idols, which became a snare to them in verse 35 and 36. A lot of what we are getting caught up in today, or the root of it, is tied back to these things too. We're called to be in the world, but not of the world. So we do not just to uh, we don't we, we don't just get to tap out and say well no I'm going to avoid all people and I'm just going to live my life in isolation. That's not really how this works. But what we are to say is I'm not going to adopt their customs or their behaviors. We've spent a considerable amount of time on the daily brew talking about how as Christians we need to be different to the world around us. Trying to be more like the world to win the world is foolish and always ends in disaster. And my concern is that our generation, we've allowed the uh, subtle influence of the customs, patterns, and behaviors corrupt the church and stealing our purity. I think we've allowed that to sneak into our lives. It's subtle, and it comes bit by bit. And my concern is that we've probably allowed too much of the world in, and it's caused a corruption to our purity. We're to live as aliens here on this earth, which sounds kind of negative, random, and a bit dull, but we need to understand that as Christians, our life isn't actually our own. Our life belongs to the Lord, and we're to serve Him first at all costs, bringing Him glory in every step of our lives. You can't, if you can't enjoy the good things that come from God, and you feel the need to substitute the good things of God in your life, then maybe it's time to reevaluate what's important to you and learn to love the glory and splendor of being in his presence. In Corinthians today, we get a glimpse of what happens when we actually do fall into the trap of adopting the customs of the world around us. Paul is dealing with people who have done this and have also adopted idol worship within the church. They've begun to boast in the way that the world does. They've boasted of their achievements and have wallowed in a culture of fame, success and showy rhetoric. That's sort of what the church in Corinth was dealing with there. This is the kind of boasting that the world loves today still. And that's what strikes me is that even in the book of Corinthians, you read these things and you're like, oh yeah, we love celebrities, we love success, and we love showing off in every form possible through social media, status, all of these things. Our cultures are probably not that far apart. But this boasting that the world loves today and the world loved in Corinth, 
puts Paul into peak apostle mode and shifts him into a different kind of boasting. The world boasts about its strength, but Paul boasts about his weaknesses. He goes through a list a list of a significant amount of things that he's been through in his life. It's a pretty radical list, and he lists uh, and this list is made up of things most of us would be ashamed to mention, let alone be like taken out by if we actually had to walk through them. He also lists his hard work and his travels. He talks about his anxiety for the church and his pain when Christians are led into sin. But then he pivots and says, despite all I've been through, I have the peace of God in my life. God's perfect peace doesn't mean that there are no trials that we have to face. What's amazing about God's peace is that it's possible to access it in the middle of our trials. There's so much in this passage, and I love the concept of boasting in our weaknesses. I wonder if you need to change your boast today, not to humiliate yourself, but to bring glory to God and see Him get the credit for all of your life change. You may find that when you do this, you also find His peace as well. Now, I want to read you today a few verses from the book of Isaiah, chapter 26, verse 3 to 6, because I love this, okay? It's coming up on screen right now. It says, You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast, because they trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord, the Lord himself, is the rock eternal. He humbles those who dwell on high, and he lays the lofty city low. He levels it to the ground and casts it down into the dust. Many of us want this perfect peace, but we don't want to get our minds steadfast or even fully trust in God. This is the key though. If we want to become steadfast, we need to learn how to fully trust in God. This trust in God is not a temporary trust. It's not even a one-off decision to trust Him. Rather, it's a constant and forever trust. I wonder, what's stopping you from embracing and the trusting of God fully in your life? Maybe it's a past experience, or maybe it's a potential fear. Whatever it is, the way we begin to overcome it is if we commit to saying, you know what, Jesus, I'm bringing all of this to you, and I believe I'm going to be okay. Trust is also not understanding. If you limit being able to trust God to if you understand what God is doing, you'll never fully be able to trust Him because you're never fully going to be able to understand Him. The truth is, That trust is an act of faith. It's to say, I don't understand, but I trust you. I know you. For those who do trust in the Lord, all in, as in like, I trust you completely. That's where you're going to start to find his perfect peace that we all hunger and desire and crave for. Verse of the day. Verse of the day today, 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 30 says, If I must boast, I will boast of the things that show my weakness. I want to encourage you to go back and actually just reread that list. If you haven't done so already, make sure you pay careful attention. But if you have, go back and reread it because, man, what Paul has gone through, it's a decent dose of what I like to call perspective provision. Uh, It's a provision of great perspective right there, reading what Paul has gone through. And then he says, I've also uh, got perfect peace. Here's, Here's what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about the reality that the trials that we go through help create in us the ability to trust in God more because we see his goodness. So maybe instead of opting out of trials and persecution, maybe embrace them and learn to trust in the Lord as you go through them. There you'll see God's provision and that will help reinforce the trust. And that is it for today, day 253, two days away 
from our 100 day countdown looking forward to getting to that day with you very shortly but a massive thank you to all of you for following along on this bible journey with me it is an absolute privilege and a joy to go on this journey with you if you're reading today i'm i'm praying for you as you read the scriptures that god would show you more as you know i'm only able to pull out one two or three things from the scriptures at any given time to keep the podcast not too long you could literally sit here and yarn for days on each day but for the sake of time we move we move we move hey tomorrow i'm going to be in rota vegas here in new zealand uh at c3 city church's youth camp looking forward to being with them we'll have some devotions come out from the camp it'll be awesome to hang out with you there until then though if it is the start of your day a massive uh if it's the start of your day a massive good luck to you my friend (laughs) stuffed up the ending again i'm gonna get this more tight if this is the start of your day have a great rest of your day unless it's sleep time good night sleep tight and we'll see you back here tomorrow for another day of the daily brew